Rachel Ferguson, you are the Chief Diversity Officer for Visit Philadelphia. First of all, thank you so much for taking the time today to join me on the Fact Up podcast. I'm really, really excited that you even invited me. Um, anyone that's familiar with your podcast knows that you are truly a citizen of the world. So I'm really happy um, as the Chief Innovation and Global Diversity Officer at Visit Philadelphia to be able to participate in this conversation and talk about our great region. It's a pleasure to have you. And I guess my first question is, how fun is your job? Oh, no, that's like a wonderful question. <laughs> I don't get asked that question. I love my job. And I'm not saying that just for a paycheck. Like, <laughs> I honestly, I've had amazing jobs throughout my career, worked at amazing companies, um, but I am so passionate about the work. We have a great team, small but mighty, um, and you get to be creative and innovators and be huge, amazing cheerleaders with a megaphone to talk about your city um, and greater Philadelphia and the region. And so I love the groundbreaking initiatives. I love all of the museums, the restaurants, the festivals, the people. Um, I, I absolutely love my job. <laughs> it doesn't show at all, and the passion does not come through whatsoever. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give you a quote, okay? Uh -oh. uh, a city best known for its storied past, Philadelphia is writing a new chapter this year, end quote. That is from Time Magazine. Mm -hmm. Explain this new chapter being written in Philadelphia and why should people have Philly on their must-visit radar? Well, we're telling people to pack light and plan big for Philadelphia. Awesome. This is a big year. So many attractions um, returning, first-time attractions. Uh, Philadelphia is diverse and accepting. You, no matter who you are, what you love, we have plenty to offer. And we know that the entire country, they're in reset mode. We know that because of the pandemic, we want to reconnect with our loved ones and um, get out and travel again and take a road trip. And we want you to do that in Philadelphia. Um, there's so much to offer with our history. There's the must do's, um, but then there's also the new experiences. So 2022 is that year. And we're going to get to all that. But first, I want to talk about the creative soul of Philly. You guys have 4,000 murals across mm -hmm. the city. Philly's considered to be the mural capital of the world. Beyond the streets, beyond the murals, beyond the people, talk about that creative soul that emanates in Philadelphia. Oh my goodness. So we do have amazing murals and so many different themes and celebrities and uh, poets and speaking about uh, social justice um, and just beautiful um, that's enhancing our region. Um, but we also have a creative class. We have innovators and artists. Um, and that's one of the things we like to highlight on our on the Visit Philadelphia podcast, Love and Grit. And it really is a great platform to hear from Philadelphians, um, to hear about the hidden gems and the must-dos um, and the artists that are thriving, that could live and be 
anywhere, but they choose to stay in their hometown. Uh, I definitely encourage uh, your listeners to check it out. And not just because I'm one of the co-hosts. No, of course not. No, no, no. It's it's an awesome podcast. And I was going to ask you about that later for sure. Yeah. Yeah, But go on. Yes. Our co-hosts, Laia, Sinclair, Justin Peasy, uh, three, you know, folks, we're so different, but we have so much fun with each other. Uh, We love our region. And, you know, this truly is a platform to highlight, you know, um, entrepreneurs and artists and uh, restaurant owners and chefs and just amazing people and places in Philadelphia. You know, New York gets a lot of hype, as does Miami in the eastern seaboard. Is Philadelphia, in your opinion, one of those hidden gems that gets overlooked, even though it's hard to believe that it might? I'm, I'm sorry, I don't think so. Good. I we get overlooked at all. I, in fact, we were in, in the New York Times um, January and February. One of the reasons we're not only with all about our cultural offerings and Black History Month and then even like you mentioned the mural arts, but talking about our initiative, the Loving Grit Storefronts Project, where we teamed up with 12 artists to highlight 24 Black and Brown owned businesses, minority owned businesses, um, because we really wanted to beautify the city and to take these empty storefronts and create inspiration. Um, We wanted people to know that so many businesses have suffered as a result of the pandemic. And for those that are still standing, we want to make sure we properly support those businesses. And, And we try to do that through our marketing efforts, through our advertising, through our social media and word of mouth. You know, a lot of times people ask, well, what can I do to help? And it's shopping at these places, in addition to leaving a positive recommendation, telling a friend, um, and not, you know, making the mistake in thinking, hey, just during February and Black History Month, let me support, or because we're now in Women's History Month. No, throughout the year, um, learn and experience. And there's an amazing um, tour. It's the Sister Sit-In Trolley Tour. I hope I got that name correct. But one of the um, folks that are leading those efforts is Janine Cook. And she owns this amazing um, bookstore called Harriet's Bookshop. And what this tour is doing, it's going to other women-owned businesses, Black-owned businesses, um, and giving people time to chat with owners and, you know, have refreshments and really explore the type of businesses that we want to make sure we're shining a spotlight because when they shine, our city, it's a reflection of our city and our city shines. So you don't wish someone uh, all your love on Valentine's Day. You just, you do it every day of the year. I love that. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. You don't just, you don't just take a day. You, no. you make it a lifestyle. Yes. Right. Yeah, no, it, these are things I come up with on the fly sometimes. And, and, you know, most times they're, they're not as gold as other times. This one happened to be a little gold. Uh, Philly, of course, far more than, you know, Rocky running up the steps of the uh, Philly Museum of Art. That's a must, I guess, for for first time visitors. But speaking of culture, talk about some of the huge events uh, and exhibits going on this year in the city and why visitors should be paying attention. Well, I love that you understood that we have um, 
the staple items that people are familiar with, like the, you know, the Rocky statue and running up the art museum steps. In addition to if you're a first time visitor wanting to take a picture in front of the Liberty Bell and making sure you visit uh, Reading Terminal Market, which has so many different restaurants and eateries um, and, and, and taking a photo and visiting Love Cart so that you can take a photo in front of the Love Sculpture. So absolutely, yes, we want people to participate in that, but we also want people to know that you can stay in our region for a day for some of these activities, but why not spend the night, stay overnight, stay in one of our great hotels, make use of the visibility overnight hotel package. Sure. Um, and see so many different um, exhibits and events that are taking place. I don't know if you're a Harry Potter fan or not. I am. I am a Harry Potter fan. Yes. Okay. So one of the new exhibits, it's the um, Harry Potter, the exhibition, and this is taking place at the Franklin Institute. And it is amazing. Like I, I have, you know, toured the exhibit. I loved it. Um, you get to see which house you're going to stay in. Um, oh. There's so much information and behind the scenes with like props and costumes and everything. Well, not everything, but a lot from like the blockbuster films and what you know from the books. And so this is definitely a must see. We have a great attraction called Sesame Place and they have Big Bird's tour bus. And this is a ride that has um, behind it, you know, a cityscape. Um, Sesame Place is wonderful for all ages. I have a five-year-old son um, and he, you can go year round. He loves, loves, loves uh, Sesame Place. So if you ever watch, you know, the TV show, this is that three times as amazing. Uh, wow. There's you know, water rides and teacups and fun food. So you definitely want to check that out. And it makes me think of another attraction that we have. There's the Museum of Illusions. And that's really cool. There's 80 exhibits um, aimed to trick the eye. And they have holograms. A lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun things going on. When I thought about even Sesame Place, it made me just think of um, you know, warm weather outside. And we can't wait for pools and fun activities. And there's a new exhibit entitled Pool, A Social History of Segregation. Mm -hmm. And this is by Fairmount Waterworks and it features um, archival film, film footage and photography that explores the history of segregated swimming in America. Wow. Um, and so it's really, really a great exhibit that we want people to experience. Um, when you're thinking about warm weather and outside, I also think about festivals. Are you, what type of music do you like? I like all sorts of music. I'm, I'm all inclusive with respect to music. I appreciate it all. Okay, good. So coming up in June, two-day festival, The Roots Picnic. What? This is, can I tell you how amazing this is going to be? Please it's do. The, it's at the Man. It's in Philadelphia's Fairmount. And there's various genres of music. Um, some of the lineup artists that I'm excited for is um, Mary J. Blige, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, dozens of others. And there's a live podcast stage, several recordings uh, featuring, including Visit Philadelphia's Love and Grit. <laughs> you, should be, you should be there. That latest exhibition you told me about the pools, that is fascinating to me. And I'm, I'm a history nut. So okay. visiting, visiting Philly, I feel it would be a love affair personally. 
Um, there are there are loads of buildings that look like uh, you know what ancient Athens must have looked like in its classical time. Uh, but Philly, you know, for good reason. It's the birthplace of the country. Uh, it's the nation's first World Heritage City. Remind us of the essential experiences that first-time visitors should experience in Philadelphia. Absolutely. Well, you you hit on a, a few when we talked about. Um, first of all, I want to make sure I say go to visitphilly.com. Mm-hmm. So we have so many itineraries created so that it's easy for you. We want um, you to experience everything that Greater Philadelphia has to offer. You have to come back more than once. Um, Check that out. But in addition to that, make sure you visit, um, we have the largest historic square mile in the country. Hmm. And that's Independence Mall. So that's where you're going to see the Liberty Bell. You're going to see the National um, Constitution Center. Um, You're going to learn more about our history. You're going to be able to uh, take a walk through the Independence Visitor Center, which has so many guidebooks and um, discount tickets and just, you know, information that you need to get around the city. Um, There's also within that radius, the African American Museum in Philadelphia. Um, And we have so much going on. This is the birthplace of our nation. So Philadelphia is a place that you want to visit and continue to visit because the fun never stops. The learning never stops. We have the um, Philadelphia Flower Show that will take place. And this is been taking place for 193 years, I believe. Um, So there's so much history there, breathtaking displays, um, celebrating, gardening, and, you know, something that you want to be able to see and experience for sure. For people who want to go beyond the Philly cheesesteak, what else should people consider eating when they're in Philadelphia? And that goes into classic eats, to up-and-coming chefs and their restaurants as well? Well, we have several um, James Beard award-winning chefs in Philadelphia, um, amazing restaurants, um, and entrepreneurs that are, you know, trying to make a difference in the community. Immediately, I think about Down North Pizza. Oh, my goodness. It's um, just delightful. Um, but it's definitely driven with a mission to help the community. And then I think of um, places like Irwin's or the Rex or um, Budokan or, you know, a Stephen Starr restaurant or Jose Garces. Um, the, the number of restaurants and amazing chefs that we have, it's limitless. Uh, so definitely please check out visitphilly.com to really get a taste of our culinary scene. No pun intended. <laughs> ah, there you go. But it's, I feel like it's a great city to burn off the calories and then pack them back on, correct? <laughs> That's very true. Where, you know, we mentioned this earlier in the conversation. It's definitely an accessible city. It's a walkable city. So you mentioned, you know, mural arts and there's... Um, museums without walls and what that is is listening tours that you can go and experience the city um learn about the history park your car you know at your hotel and it's easy to get around um and there's there's just so much to offer so much greenery um a lot of times you don't associate that with the city but we have several parks um and beautiful architecture as well it's it's stunning and i i i 
I echo your, your uh, statement with it. You can't just stay one day, make it a night, make it a weekend, make it even a week yeah. um, and, and visit Philly, visit the, visit, you know, the vicinity of Philadelphia, uh, take a couple of day trips from Philadelphia. It's, um, it, it's really a, a rich place when it comes to history, food, culture. Um, well, yeah. even, even if you're making it, you know, obviously, yes, you can make it a day trip, but if you're staying overnight, our hotels, we have such a wide range of beautiful hotels. And I think about some of our newer hotels, like um, the Guildhouse Philadelphia. And this is a boutique luxury hotel. Um, it's a national historic landmark and it's honoring 19th century working women um, that really were about advocacy and a support group. And this newer hotel, it celebrates its legacy by connecting the past to the present. So they're showcasing 12 women, and we are in Women's History Month, mm -hmm. so showcasing 12 women through 12 one-of-a-kind inspiring suites. So you want to check it out once again to not only learn more history, but to just enjoy the stay. Um, and there's a lot of hotels. There's luxury hotels such as the Four Seasons, and we have amazing spas. So Philadelphia is a world-class city. We have um, businesses that are thriving, um, and we have you know plenty to offer. There's something for everyone here in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is one of the more celebrated cities on the continent. Um, dedicated to inclusivity, diversity. And, you know, please brag about that. You, you are a huge reason uh, for that. Um, how, how appreciated is that from locals and visitors about Philly's dedication to inclusivity and diversity? I, I love that we... Um you know, it's in our DNA. It, it, it's the core of what we do, not only as an organization, but it's extremely important to our region. Um, in my role, it's definitely important to listen to Philadelphians and our stakeholders and um, different um, entrepreneurs and artists and businesses, and not to make assumptions, but to see, you know, what is needed? How do we continue to contribute to um, the economy? How do we con continue to get our message across that um, Philadelphia is a world-class city? And for us, um, we've always done this, but we've taken an even stronger approach as a result of the pandemic. And, you know, we talked about this earlier in the conversation about our marketing efforts. We have a black and brown owned business initiative um, that has supported over 130 businesses, not only through our website, through advertising, through paid social, through storytelling, um, making sure that people are aware of these businesses and what um, we have to offer within our region. Um, we know that this work is so important um, and we're appreciative of the support that we've received. Uh, it makes me think about council member Sherelle Parker who passed a resolution for two years in a row, shop 
Black Business Fridays. And so this was throughout the holiday season, um, specifically through the month of December, every Friday to make sure people were really um, supporting Black-owned businesses. Uh, and that was extremely important for this effort. Um, it received national attention and the work, it, it doesn't stop. It, it, this is a continuous effort and um, we appreciate so much support from the entrepreneurs that call with ideas or um, working with members of city council. Um, in addition to the staff at Visit Philadelphia, we have a hard working team and the work never stops. So um, I'm so glad you asked me about that because this is extremely, extremely important. Absolutely, progress and change always takes a lot of sweat and a lot of tears, um, but the efforts uh, hopefully, uh, you know, um, uh, lead to substantial change, not only in, in, you know, a physical visiting of these businesses uh, and support, but also a, an emotional, psychological change and advancement to, 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 you know, teach that to the next generation going forward. It's a nice kind of uh, accretion of progress yeah. and change. One of the um, initiatives that we started last year was the Visit Philadelphia uh, Black Greek Edition. And that was really working with uh, members of fraternities and sororities that were, you know, Philadelphians or that are Philadelphians, and for them to be ambassadors for the city, um, for them to tell their sorority sisters and sisters and fraternity brothers why they love Philadelphia and why they want to make sure that their friends um, visit and you know contribute to our economy and just experience everything that we have to offer um, we were so proud of that initiative you know prominent philadelphian city council members television personalities that created their own itineraries and videos um, telling some of their favorite places um, so we're definitely continuing uh, that type of work it's never you know one and done it's for me, the question is, how do we amplify? How do you make you know, these initiatives stronger? How do we bring more people to the table? Um, and how do we support others? Extremely important. And you know, we're just so appreciative of the support that Visit Philadelphia receives as well. How do you create citizens of the world? Yes. Right? Exactly. Rachel Ferguson, I got 10 rapid fire questions for you. Nothing oh, rapid. No! Nothing Wait. rapid. Nothing rapid. You could take your time, okay? Wait, let me take a sip of water. Put sure. Let okay, let's pause. <laughs> you good? I'm good. I'm good. My first question. The South 9th Street Italian Market Festival puts on a boisterous weekend of food and culture, including the greased pole climbing contest. Have you ever taken part in this event? And if not, what are you waiting for? <laughs> No, I have not. Um, what am I waiting for? I probably wouldn't know what to wear uh, <laughs> to participate. If I ever am in Philadelphia when that goes down, we are calling each other and we're going to do that together. Do I have a deal on that? Am I shaking your hand no, virtually? I, I, I'm sorry. You know, you, we do not have a deal because I can't even imagine what those photos would look like. Let me, let me add something else to that. I have never been able to climb rope in my life. So doing that is going to be a joke. 
but it's a great visual. That's that, that would be a great visual. For sure. <laughs> Obviously, Philly is the cheesesteak capital. Where do you go for a Philly cheesesteak as a local? Oh, see, I don't, I do not go to only one place. It, there's a lot of things that are determined. So did you attend a sporting event? You know, did I just see the Sixers play because now James Harden is here and everyone's right. talking about it. So what's open? Um, am I trying to be a little bit more daring? And did you know there's cheesesteaks that have seafood on it? So it all depends, you know, what my palate is in the mood for and what activities are taking place. So I cannot commit to just one. I'm visiting Philly and I want to hang with the locals. I want to I get the real heartbeat of the city. What neighborhoods am I visiting in Philadelphia to be able to hang out with the locals? So this is a great question. So that's why we promote um, Philadelphia and the greater region. So you could be in, on South Street. Um, you can take in uh, restaurants or shopping. You could be in Old City for more of the history, the boutiques, um, some of the attractions. So the, Philadelphia is really large. So there's a lot of places that you could visit. Philly is a year-round kind of city. What's your preferred season? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm a, so tell you the truth, I love the summer. I, I love the summer. Um, obviously, Philadelphia is beautiful year-round. In the winter, you know, it's the snow, um, the fall, all of the, the trees and the different colors. But I love the summer. I, I think I'm a lot more fun in the summer. And <laughs> I'm not walking, you know, around slow in my big old coats. And definitely the summer because there's a lot of outdoor festivals that take place. Window seat or aisle? Oh my goodness, window seat. I don't want anyone bumping me. And if I'm not, or if I'm sleeping with my mouth open, maybe fewer people will see. <laughs> Definitely window seat. Is there a place in the world that you'd revisit just for the food? A place in the world I would revisit. Just for the food. I think... Sorry, not sorry. Philadelphia is the place for the food because there's so much to offer, really. Right. That's right. what I'm yep. saying. That's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. What's your comfort meal after a long, stressful day? That's a good one. Yeah, I don't have a shortage of bad questions. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> comfort meal. I guess, oh. I usually have, I'd rather a glass of wine, but. <laughs> that was my next question. What's, what's your choice of drink after a long, stressful day? <laughs> I, I think with more food because, you know, she's already gained the COVID-20. So I'm not going to really go to food for comfort at this point. Um, but if I, you know, if I, if, if my husband is home as well, so, you know, it's not just me and, and Rye guy, my, you know, my son, Ryan, I'll, I'll have a glass of wine. So wine and wine. <laughs> beautiful worst travel pet peeve terrible customer service or people who take their socks off during a flight i've never seen anyone take their socks off lucky you 
Um, so I'm going to say, you know, customer service is so important and especially, you know, being that we're in the hospitality and tourism industry, um, that's something we live, you know, every day. So customer service is critical. Um, but no, I have never seen anyone take their socks off. Jim, do you take your socks off on flights? Never. My mom, look, these ears, you mom can't see them. No, no. These, I was going somewhere with that one. These ears are huge. And the reason why they're huge is, is, is punishment. Pulling on. <laughs> I'm an eighties kid, Rachel. <laughs> and I'm an ethnic kid. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. respectful, uh, don't do stupid things and, and don't do anything to offend anyone. Be, you know, compassionate. Okay. Right. Uh, where are we listening to your podcast? How can people get a, get a hold of that? Oh my goodness. Anywhere, any podcast platform, in addition to going on uh, visitphilly.com, we make it easy. Um, and you can listen right there as well. My final question of all the places you've been, where do you feel your soul lives? My soul, well, I grew up in Montgomery County. That's a suburb of Philadelphia. Um, you know, we have a five county region and I love, there's Montgomery County. There's also um, New Hope, uh, you know, places that have true, true significance uh, to me forever, ever, obviously Philadelphia, greater Philadelphia, but Montgomery County, because that's where I grew up. In addition to New Hope, um, that's where my husband proposed. Uh, it's a very, it's a quaint town. They have festivals and, you know, boutiques and great shopping and restaurants and a small theater there. Um, so those are two places that have, you know, that are sentimental to me. Beautiful. Rachel Ferguson, Chief Diversity Officer for the lovely city of Philadelphia. Thank you so much for taking the time today to join me on the Fact Up podcast. I wish you, your family, friends, uh, continued health and happiness as we, as we keep moving forward. Thank you, Jim, and I hope you visit soon. I can't wait to see you. I'm going to give you a ring when I do, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye.